Broadcasting from a little town called Milford, down by Milford Bay, where the watermelons grow. It's the Just Josh and You podcast. We're here with a uh, good friend, Daniel Corp. Daniel is uh, sexy. He likes long walks on the beach, and it's a great way to stay in shape. And he looks like a younger, sexier version of Neil deGrasse Tyson. And it's notable to be mentioned, he's the first African-American to be on the podcast. I feel like I have to announce that so people can't say that I'm racist. Well, thanks for stepping out of your comfort zone. But did you did you feel uncomfortable coming into the studio knowing that that predominantly white people have been on the podcast until you came along? Mm, no, not did even, it a even bit. cross your mind. Nope. Don't well, think about stuff see, like the that. media would have just called that racist, probably. And then having you on is just a way, a ploy for me uh-huh. to be, you know, cohesive with all of the libtards. Mm, well. Uh, you're welcome, buddy. You're, you know what? I appreciate you being here, Daniel. Anytime. You're sexy. We also call him Chocolate Thunder because uh, his skin looks like Hershey's chocolate. And sometimes it does look delicious. I'm not going to lie. I'm not gay, but. Looks it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like salty with my sweet. You got to see this man's lips. I mean, good God. <laughs> How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Doing great. Recovering from a hangover. How's that? It wasn't so good this morning, but uh, it's looking good now. You know, I could never. I I never got used to the drinking bit. Just not not a big not a big drinker. Yeah, you like watching other people get drunk. I then, do and actually. Then you just sit there and laugh at them, dude. And point but and it is it is something to laugh at, though. It is. It is. I'm crazy enough. I don't need alcohol. I feel like I'm drunk without being drunk. Leeds, do you agree with that? See, she agrees with that. I she mean, always tells me how loud my mouth is. Yeah, there's also other stuff. Your but. voice resonates through the whole neighborhood. Oh, she gets so mad when we're together. Oh, she does. <laughs> she does. Yes, she does. <laughs> Should we talk about like oh, let's weeks the poster? Last week? Yeah. Holy, Holy shit. Hell. Lost her mind. Lost her shit. I thought she was going to attack us, go straight praying mantis in the middle of the tropics. She was going to stab you, but I thought she was going to have a stroke in her somewhere. Here's here's my problem with your with your synopsis. She was mad at you, too. It wasn't just me. Right. Right. But I do a better job redirecting the blame oh, you onto do. you. No, she was mad at you because you weren't doing what she wanted you to do. I was trying, I understood what she meant. So I was trying, I was like, hey, no, no, Josh is literally fucking this up. I'm the one that's trying to fix him. But look, just look at him. And he, you're like, oh shit, we're going to do this the way I want to do it because she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Whoa, 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 whoa. I never said those words never can. Daniel, I told you you can put anything in my mouth, but you can't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I could see it in your eyes. Yeah. You had the, the glint or the gleam. <laughs> Smoking pancake. Oh, God. But yeah, every once in a while when I feel sad, I just think of that moment and I laugh my ass off. Well, I, I, it's funny now. At the time, it was... Hilarious. I, <laughs> <laughs> For two of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, I got to tell you this story. So <laughs> we, were, we were all over 
at the tropics, okay? Mm-hmm. And the annex is what I call that little place that everyone goes out to smoke, mm-hmm. that little barnyard fill thing out there, rock walls. Yeah. And um, Kurt had come in and taken her chair, and uh, she came in, dude, and just zero to 60, like just bombs a-blazing. So uh, now th- I do – I have a fault, and here's my fault. I love watching people freak the hell out. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it brings joy to my life. I don't want them to necessarily be hurt or to be upset, but when people freak out, it's a show for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like got, what's going on there. You've got to keep people on the edge. Right. Well, greatness lives on the edge of chaos. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> once Every once in a while, you got to give them a little shove across the line, but then as long as you can bring them right back, everything is great. So I had uh, I had Jay Jones sitting at the the table with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't I can't remember uh, who else who else was there. What time of day was it? Uh, like, you know what? I actually can't remember that either. <laughs> but but let me tell you something though. This man does not drink. So so she comes in. World War Three ensues. I end up separating them because mm-hmm. they fight like they've been married for fifty five years. Did you grab one of them by the ear? I did not. I won't touch Kurt's ears because it it. He's got major homophobe, and he it gives him an erection. He doesn't Dude, want anybody to know. If you want to, if you want to send uh, Cobain to the moon, mm-hmm. just touch him. Oh yeah, I do. Oh I do. yeah, isn't that fun? See what I'm talking yeah, about, though. Yeah. It's fun to see him freak the hell you out. You just isn't gently it? walk up and rub his back. Yes, yes. Or I like to put my arms around the front of him and grab his boobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the best thing to do. So anyway, um, so she. Leets has to get up, go get more cigarettes mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. she's like the, she passes those out like candy. Yeah. Well, she walks out and I look at Kurt <clears throat> and I go, dude, I'll pay you a hundred dollars <laughs> to get up and sit in her seat. And Jay was there and Jay's like, dude, I will back that up. That's $200 now. <laughs> and he wouldn't do it. He didn't do it. Dude, I was there. Oh, okay. I so was the other guy I'm sitting sorry, there. Sorry, dude. Oh, <laughs> see now I feel like a, a jerk. Well, you know what the mess up thing is? What? Uh, they go off on each other so much that, like, it didn't register in my head. <laughs> 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 it just, it's got to be like living in Libya. You know what I mean? You right, see right. someone's head get cut off. You're like, ah, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. happens all the time. Hey, we got mortared again. <laughs> yeah. When, like four minutes ago, you were taking a shit. You know shit. that new Starbucks we just got in? Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Suicide bomber. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it venti? Why can't it just be large? <laughs> Quit trying to jazz that shit up, Starbucks. Small, medium, large. That's all we ever need. Dicks. So, uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, Daniel. Where were you born? How did you become the way you are genetically? And do you like it? I mean, that's kind of what I want to know. Okay, so uh, I was born in uh, Neustadt, Germany, um, to a uh, professional bodybuilder and a male model. And uh, Mm, just, just a very angry, angry, wonderful German lady. And, uh, well, uh, so I ended up staying with my grandparents for seven years or so. And, uh, 
the reason I'm so fucked up in my head is because <laughs> every night my aunts and uncles would come over and uh, get hammered and play cards and scream at each other like all night long. Do people do people drink twenty four seven in Germany, or is that? A, am I thinking of? No, there's normally like eight hours of sleep in between the drinking. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, not everybody does. Um, my family definitely took it to a whole nother level. Um, like my mom doesn't drink much, probably because she was like, "Holy shit, like, I can't do this." But uh, my uncles were definitely they were professionals. Can you recollect what it was like living in Germany? So, um, well, I lived there for about 17 and a half years, 18 years, I would say. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought you came over when you were like eight. I did. And that was just for a year. And then we went back to Germany, but then I lived on a, on a military post in Mannheim. And, you know, we go back, back to my grandparents on the weekends and hang out there. And Do you miss it? No, I have a terrible memory. So, uh. I don't really, I don't think about it very often. Sweet. Good for you. I heard that's the secret to life. A bad memory and a good sense of humor. Right. Just forget (laughs) shit. Just, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, people are like, hey, remember when that bad shit happened? I was like, no. Why would I try to remember that? Why don't we focus on some funny (laughs) shit? Do you remember when I called you from Utah and told you that I had a black friend? (laughs) (laughs) And then you change your voice and yeah. talk to me, and it was like the most awkward thing ever. Yo, what's up, Daniel? Hey, what's up, Jerome? How you doing? <laughs> I can't remember what my name I don't know. was. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, so why the hell does Josh, he is so proud that he has another black friend that he wants us to meet. Like, what are we going to do, fucking start a family together? <laughs> that was pretty damn funny. <laughs> Daniel, there's two of you. Uh, what are you trying to say, Leeds? The picture of what? No, you got to say it. I can't. Ooh, it's I can't charades. It. Let's do this. No, come on. Just tell me. How many syllables? The picture I sent him. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you s- but you know what the messed up thing is? I forgot about that. You're not the only son of a bitch that has done that. Some friends sent me a picture of a, uh, oh, what was it? Black Knight. Like with uh, Martin Lawrence, yeah. Send me a picture of the TV. It was like, hey, check this out. Oh. Thinking of you. <laughs> like, what the? Oh, no, dude, it sucks because I know this is terrible to say, and it may maybe it's a little racist. I don't think it is. It's coming from a good place, but like every time I see a black guy in there, I get excited because I think it's you. And and I and and then once I scope out the situation because that that has burned me before. I literally came up and hugged a dude. <laughs> Because I think of from, from, from behind, dude, from behind, from behind, it looked like you, and I, you know, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I, I have a friend. I swear I do. Yeah. You guys all look alike, <laughs> especially <laughs> from the back. What's wrong with you people? You people? No, come on, I didn't mean you people. <laughs> what do you mean with you people, <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> like you? <laughs> Don't be touching me, cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Not there. A little lower. Uh, what was your uh, What was your favorite German uh, German food? Uh, sauerbraten. Say Which, again. Sauerbraten. Sauerbraten. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Big Fugen. Sounds like Klingon. What is that? It is a uh, like a beef roast that's marinated in vinegar and basil leaves, and uh, they put like 
don't know, a bunch of good shit in it. You let it marinate for a few days, and then you have this fancy gravy that goes with it. So it's like real savory, and normally comes with uh, bread balls. Red balls? Bread. Oh, Bre- <laughs> like red balls? I paused to see that what, a, that an what you were going to say about that. Oh, yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> well, we, we try like- to avoid the green balls because they're not ripe. <laughs> and my favorite dessert was chilled monkey brain. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get them when they're red because if they're blue, that means they're ready to explode. I can, I can feel it down in my plums. <laughs> More like kiwis. Kiwis. They got a little fuzz on them. <laughs> and in the winter, I'd be harboring raisins. <laughs> so uh, Germany for 17 years. Mm-hmm. And then, so are, are you, are, <laughs> I feel like it's such an asshole asking these, but I'm going to anyway. Are you an American citizen then? How does that work I out? I am now. You are now? Now. How was that process? That was the biggest shit show I've gone through. Okay, talk to me about that, because obviously I've never gone through that. So, so what? when I was eight, like they started the process, and I, I guess it takes an act of God and fairy dust to actually get it completed. So, if you ever move, so like it normally takes about two and a half to three years, at least back in the day it did. So, if you move, instead of just sending that file to the next place, they start it all over again. Oh my hell! So. Like, we'd move, and then i joined join the Army, and we'd fucking move. You know, like, like my first duty station was Korea. So then I started up again in Korea um, after I joined the Army. But, yeah, so I started in Korea, and then they're like, hey, you have to be on American soil to, to uh, swear in. And uh, so they're like, hey, you have to go to Guam. Guam is the closest place. And then my chain of command was like, uh, no, we're not going to let you go to Guam. We're going to the field. You're going to sit in the woods for a while. So then that kind of went away. Then I started, I went to Fort Campbell, Kentucky. I restarted it there because I moved, so I had to start the whole damn process over again. And then by the time that shit all got processed through, I was uh, stationed in Kosovo. <clears throat> so uh, like they were like, hey, you need to be here at this date. Well, I was fucking deployed, so they they were just like, okay, we'll we'll just put a hold on it. So when I got back, they're like, oh yeah, it's gonna take six months to get this started again. So but then by then I was I got stationed in Italy, tried to start it again there. Holy then we shit. deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan, and they're like, hey, it's a lot easier and the process is a lot faster if you're deployed, which is the first time I heard about that. And then on, in Iraq, they uh, lost my paperwork, so like it never even got started. And then uh, when I went to Afghanistan, I actually went to, we, we, me and another guy filled out our paperwork. He was from Cuba, barely spoke English. Like this little son of a bitch, you tell him to fucking do push-ups and he looks at you and he's just like, hey, papi. No, like, I'm like, speak freaky deaky Dutch. <laughs> right. So, uh, so I actually went to his swearing in ceremony because my paperwork was still in limbo somewhere. So like, what a joke. when like he got he gets off the stage, he was like, hey, check these out, Sajid. I'm, I'm an American citizen. Are you? And I'm like, I will fucking murder you. <laughs> but uh, I was in the army for like almost nine years. And uh, I finally got my American citizenship citizenship a year after I got out. of the Well, army. thank you for your service. You're welcome, by the way, because that's that's what was. Would you do it again? Not today. OK, why? Because the shit sucks. Why? 
Um, well, there is a, it's a kinder, gentler army. And I don't feel like if you're training to do something that is not kind and gentle, like you train how you fight. So if, you know, you get coddled while you're getting trained, then you're not going to be that good at fighting. So you think that the policy's gotten pretty soft? Yeah. Say it again? I feel like my mic is coming in now. Well, you got to get closer to it. I can't get closer. I'll be inside there of it. There you go. Nice. Let those beautiful lips touch the mic. So gross. <clears throat> I have monsters upstairs, so I've, I've got the, the wastegate turned up pretty mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. loud. So, yeah, you're going to have to be pretty close to that, which I appreciate you doing that. Okay. So, well, thank you. Thank you. What was the question you asked me? I can't this? remember. Nine years, something. Please. Thank you for your service. Oh, I said, why? I, why? Oh, yeah, a kinder, gentler army. Um, so you feel like they're just they're they've gone really soft. And what do you think the reason for that is? Do you think it's because they want more people to join, or no? I think it's just the entire country. It's it, I don't know. It's just it's just why, so why did sad. You, why did you decide to serve? Because I want to jump out of airplanes and shoot people. That's it. Seriously. Like that's what I <clears throat> told my recruiter, and he was like, "Oh, this is gonna be easy. <laughs> You're gonna see the world, young man. <laughs> yeah, you are." <laughs> <laughs> you gotta meet new people and kill them. What was the uh, what was the shittiest place you went to? Uh, like in the United States, or no, like just like in, in general world? in the world. Yeah, like where, what place were you like? Oh my hell, I would never vacation here. <laughs> Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, like Iraq, like the cities were fucking disgusting. Really. And Afghanistan, like you, we were out in the countryside for the most part, and it wasn't too terrible, but uh. It's just not everybody because I don't want to be stereotypical, but there's a lot of people that fucking suck over there. Yeah. I mean, just shitty, shitty people. Well, you know, the other the other thing I wanted to kind of touch on along those lines is, uh, I mean, obviously you're you're occupying a, a different country, so mm-hmm. they're already not happy that you're right. there. I mean, I right. think I think to myself, if, if I was sitting here and like like China came in, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if I would be too keen on that well i'm on that i situation. understand that and i'm i don't mean like they're shitty to us because right that, i would no, expect just, that. just in general is what you're saying but it's just like some of the choices to make and right it's just you know like hey we're gonna build you guys a school and then i mean like like who who is that hurting right so we build them a school and then some jackass goes in there and blows it up so then we rebuild the school and some other jackass got, you know, it's not like, it's not like we're building a concentration is, camp. Is it hard to get uh, homeowner's insurance down there? <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of insurance Like a good neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Oh, shit. <laughs> Our Afghanistan branch is not making any money today, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we would like to talk to you about your auto insurance <laughs> that's, oh that's great oh that was good shit like in iraq it was it was awesome because uh like nobody actually had car keys like you'd go around and there's like you know like a wooden stick shoved into the ignition because like, <laughs> every vehicle you look at is like hot wired and like it was it was awesome like there was couple times where we you know like search a compound and like oh there's a bunch of bad guys we're gonna take all these vehicles and so somebody's like hey go look for keys 
And then this guy, Harmon, he's like, well, hold on. Let's just look at him first. Yeah. And there's like one screwdriver jammed in there. And then like somebody's using hairpins to try to, to I mean, like none of none of the ignitions work. Wow. Well, I mean, they all work, but the, right. nothing was, was kosher. Everything was rigged. Yeah. Nobody ever goes beep, beep to unlock their shit. Dude, you know, they just break crazy. a window. That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, did you try any of the local cuisine down there? Uh, Look, I'm a food-driven yes. individual. I like to know where I'm going if there's going to be some good grub. I have never actually been like, holy shit, this is awesome in any of those places. Okay. In Kosovo, we did. I had, probably had the best piece I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah. Kosovo? Mm-hmm. What was so good about it? Uh, there was a freaking egg in the middle of it. Really? Like It was like uh, stone oven baked. Uh-huh. And it, they baked an egg in the middle, and I was just like, man, that can't be good. And I tried it. I was like, holy hell, this is awesome. Sweet. It might have something to do with, you know, eating MREs for like 80 days, but. <laughs> but <laughs> those MREs good are good. Come on, man. You're getting three square meals a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like you, you go to kids and it's like, hey, here's an MRE, and they're all excited. It's because they only have it once a year. <laughs> God, that's so sad. That's so sad. Well, so you you guys obviously uh, talk talk amongst yourselves. Like when you see leadership um, leave the way that they left, and basically everything was for nothing. How how in the hell does that make you guys feel about that? It I mean it's it, it's all wrong. Like you, you can't sit there work for ten years to build something and then just let it crumble. Right. You know so. I mean, do I have a better idea of what we should have done? No, but it, it should have been like that. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, we're going to pull out because I said we we're going to pull out Afghanistan. Right. Like, but didn't do it right. Yeah. You know, and there's a shit ton of people that helped us while we were there that we just left hanging. So, that's Which kind of seems to be our MO when you look at past conflicts. Like, I can't believe how much crap they, they leave behind. Like to hear about all of our ammunitions and and I mean even jets and tanks and man alive like all of that and not just the the lives that were lost but the monetary investment and then you're left with basically nothing to show for it. Well, if you don't have to pay for any of that stuff and you make the decisions, then it really doesn't affect you, does it? Doesn't matter. No. Well, I can't say I don't understand that concept. <laughs> I've had the opportunity to work for America's <laughs> Finest, and uh, no, it is. It's very troublesome yeah. because it doesn't seem like uh, there's any fiscal responsibility there at, mm-hmm. at all. No. No one's, no one's like keeping an eye, no oversight committee. I remember uh, going down to Fort Carson. Mm-hmm. When uh, we were going through, it was like right around 2008 when everything went to shit. Mm-hmm. And people were just trying to figure out how to put food on the table. And that military base was getting new flat panel TVs. There was construction going on everywhere that had been like pre-sanctioned for like the next five or six years. And it's just like, man, like it's all that's your money. That's yeah. my money. Yeah. You know what I mean? like if i went to your house and got into your underwear drawer and pulled out twenty dollars what the hell is the difference between that and the government just taking money out of our checks every single month and then just wasting it yeah yeah there is no difference we've decided that uh we need a new bridge yeah well no they have this system where every every branch gets a certain amount of money every year or every every quarter and then if they 
do not spend that money, then the next quarter it'll be less. So they're like, well, shit, we got to spend all this money. It doesn't matter what dumb shit we're, we're spending it on. We just got to spend that money so we can get the same amount next time. Right. And that's a terrible. I mean, like, the, yeah. how much sense does that make? Yeah. It's, it's definitely not um, cohesive to any long-term financial beneficial you know structure to keeping that whole thing together it it it's it's just unsustainable yeah if it was any other company they would lose their ass like they would be out of business in in weeks oh for sure well and then to have a law that no one could compete with you right how nice is that you know i would love someone to 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 go out and be able to you know like elon musk and be like, hey, we're going to start our own utility company, and uh, you guys are going to only pay half of what you've been paying. I mean, we're really at their mercy. They can mm-hmm. do whatever that we need to keep the power on. So what? Just like the gas prices, what would we do if they were like, hey, we're going to jack this up, you know, eighteen percent? Yeah, we we have to use gas to do what we do, you know. So I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. Well, Those public executions would fix some of it. <laughs> Well, you would think, right? <laughs> no, I, I had the, uh, the, the privilege of being invited out to your casa, uh, which is a really nice place, by the way. Well, thank you. That was, that was a lot of fun. And uh, seeing all the animals on your ranch. Do you feel like John Dutton when you're walking around that place? From uh, oh, Yellowstone? Yeah, there we go. You know what I'm talking about. Well, I feel like John Dutton all the time, but uh, <laughs> just bigger down below. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Busted Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't shit, You dude. ain't nothing, boy. <laughs> Go back to Waterworld. <laughs> Worst movie in the world. <laughs> hey, Mr. Postman. Yeah. <laughs> what the? I saw that the other day. I watched like 10 minutes of it. And I was like, holy shit. That is stupid. Yeah. But I mean, no, it's funny when you go back and watch some of those shows that like you thought were really cool and you you rewatch and you're like, okay, so one thing I did that I shouldn't have done, I got, I got kind of high and watched, um, Pee Wee Herman's big adventure. (laughs) Whoa, dude. It makes so much more sense. I was like, okay, this is a, I really enjoyed this as a kid and this is some freaky shit that's going on (laughs) Right? right here. It's like, what is it? Sorry, Leeds is trying to communicate. Oh, yeah, no, we're going there. We're going to get there. Oh, I appreciate we'll that. focus yeah. when we're ready, okay? Yeah, well, yeah, she's just doing her job. Oh, she's, hey, you're she's doing just, great at your job. She's happy to be here. You're doing a great job. We're Thank lucky you. she's Thank in you. the studio. But quit yelling at us. <laughs> Quietly. <laughs> Patiently. She's quiet yelling at us. Um... So you have well, let's go, let's go over some of these animals that you have on the mm-hmm. ranch. You've mm-hmm. got goats. Yes. You've got now. You got one donkey out of the whole place. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of acreage. I got a little bit. Yeah. You, yeah. You know. You got a ton. It's not. Just, it's not a lot. Well, farming. I, I live. I live on a not even a half acre. So you know what I mean. Like when I when I come to a spread like yours, you know, I mean, there's some room to yes. stretch the legs out. Yes. Let's just put it that way. It's kind of pain in the ass when you leave your vehicle at one side <laughs> and then have to go to the other side. <laughs> my, my dad's got a, this mule, this Kawasaki mule, and uh, I like to call it the rascal because he takes that thing everywhere. Where, where, do the, where do the roads 
Do you have a road that spans the whole property? Hold on, say that again. Do you have a road that spans the whole property? Like? Like, can you go, can you take a, a like, you know, okay, so you know how you go down your your. your oh, can I go driveway? around? Like, is yeah. there a perimeter yeah. trail? Yeah, like, no. you, okay, so, no. so you literally have to create access yeah. if you wanted to get to the other parts of it. Yeah, like, I have to use a, the highway to get to where I need to go, because on the other side, there's a creek. And there's, you can't drive through that stuff. It's, there's some cliffs and some beautiful rock formations, almost as, as beautiful as Utah. No. Well, <laughs> no, Utah is beautiful. It, but, but, you're, but you're, I don't know, the, the Midwest is a different kind of beauty, I think. You yes. know, yeah, Utah's got the mountains, and they are freaking gorgeous. And, and a pretty significant demographic in terrain. Mm-hmm. I mean, 100 miles in any direction will derive multiple different but yeah you guys got desert too don't you we do but yeah. your but your place is just so um you know it reminds me i went to charleston mm-hmm. and uh some of the the structures there like the houses and the land that they're on like it kind of reminded me of that well josh uh the house was built in uh 1893 and people are gonna tell me i'm a liar but it, I, it's somewhere in in the late 1800s the original house and then uh, there was a Colonel Wolford is the one that bought it from whoever had it before. And he added on to it in the 30s. So that's why there's like two wings. No, but it's, it's you think you're going to be done. And mm-hmm. then there's another corridor to go down. Oh, I didn't show have you, you the creeper got, closet. No, have you ever gotten lost in your own house? I haven't. <laughs> I just I found some kids crying in the corner because they couldn't figure out how to get to the stairway. So why why one jackass? Why one donkey? Out of all of the animals that you have, and then all of a sudden you've randomly got this one donkey. He protects the goats. How does he protect the goats? Well, he uh, kills coyotes if they try to mess with the kids. Donkeys will kill coyotes. Oh yeah, like you got to Google that shit. Uh. What uh, what does that say? I don't. Just say it, Leeds. Oh, how many goats? How many goats do you have? Uh, four bushel. Four bushel. This is why I want you miked. <laughs> Between eighty why and hundred. Why couldn't you just? Why couldn't you just ask that question, Leeds? Jeez. Yeah, you could if you only had the mic. You could actually keep us on track for real. But since you that. don't want to do that, yeah, I mean, you've we're going to do whatever the hell we want to do. You've already been on, like. All right, yeah, okay, you don't want to talk cool. about it. We're moving on now. Yeah, I guess we are. How many how many goats do you have? Uh between eighty and hundred. Eighty and a hundred. Mm-hmm. And that one that one donkey is gonna protect a hundred goats. Well, everything else is like where we put uh our smaller paddocks where we put the babies and all that stuff. Um, it's fenced in good enough that coyotes can't get in. And normally they're big enough that the coyote's not gonna mess with them. So the big pasture where the donkey is, uh, there's some holes. Not holes in the fence, but there's places where they can crawl underneath. And he, will he seek them out? Uh, I haven't seen him do it, but like, it, like you can watch videos online where like donkeys will kick the shit out of coyotes. Dude, I'm gonna have to look that but up. But I'll I'll tell you what, like when like when our dog runs, like when we let him in the pasture, uh huh, like that donkey is watching that dog the entire time. Really? And my dog knows better. Like he'll like he'll run past the goats and get out further out and he'll just hang out while we're in the pasture 
And if you forget him, like he doesn't bark, he doesn't bark, he doesn't whine unless you forget him in the pasture because he's like, holy shit, these bitches are gonna hurt me. But uh, like, whenever, uh, whenever like you know, like it start get, starts getting dark and coyotes start calling, like he will round them all up and then run them down to to the um, barn. What gave you the inclination to start off with goats? Like why, like how did that even become a a thing? Like how did you even know to know that you wanted goats? I guess is my question. Um, my wife said one time, "Is like you know what? One of these days we should we should buy some land, and I want some pygmy goats." So I said, "Yeah, that sounds good." And then we had the opportunity to get this house, so we had the land. We're like, "Hey, what are we gonna do with it?" And everybody's like, "Oh, you should get cattle." Well. I don't want I don't want to have a $160,000 investment just getting all the equipment and getting ready for right, cattle. Right. And that might be a big number, but it's it'll it'll get you there. Sure. And uh the fucking cows are big, you know? Like you're not just going to slam a cow on the ground if she's not doing what you want. Right. I mean, there's cowboys that do it, but I'm I'm not. But uh like a goat, you can fucking pick it up. You can set it where you want. You can deal with it. You know, I've got two little girls. I'm not going to throw them into you know a corral with a bunch of cattle in it right so so it's it's easier and like i don't have enough land to actually make it profitable on cattle so how many goats did you start out with i started out with two (laughs) and how did that go alice and jasper um i think alice ended up having like 16 baby 12 babies and then i bought a few more here and there and then um I mean, you just kept having. But babies. you didn't. You didn't have a good experience with the pygmies, though. Oh no, they're they're assholes. <laughs> they're like straight up. Like if you if you've ever been to a school, and like at recess, there's one kid that is acting a fool, like doesn't listen to anybody, does whatever the hell he wants. Like only kid like climbing all the way up on a fence and you know telling the teacher to fuck off. Those that that's a pygmy goat, right? And then the mom comes over there like, oh, it's okay. He's got ADD. No, no, he doesn't get beat enough. But <laughs> pygmy goats are assholes. They're the asshole of the goat world. They're spoiled children. Like those dudes, I couldn't keep them in, in anything. Like they, they climbed walls. They climbed fences. Like it was insane. So uh, Didn't you, I, I think you were telling me the story. Didn't the electrical. You end, yeah, fit. didn't you end up with like an electric fence at one oh, time? Oh, man, I had the highest <laughs> voltage, which it's not voltage, it's joules, but the highest joule fencer that I could find. And like it's made for like 50 miles of fence, and I had it on like 300 yards of fence. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I had the fucking cranked up, and the guy that sold it to me was like, hey, whatever you do, when you turn this on, don't touch it. Like, it'll make you piss yourself. Do not touch it. And I'm just like, okay, I won't touch it. And then those little assholes, like, first time they'd go up there and, like, I could watch, like, I mean, their nose was probably an inch away from that, that fence and it arced across there and I knocked them on the, on the ground. <laughs> and then, well, one did it first and then the other one goes up there and was like, hey, what happened, dude? Why are you taking a nap? And then he did the same thing and, I mean, it just knocks the shit out of them. And then... So this was like right up against the barn. So they run all the way to the far end of the barn, get a running start, jump through the damn fence. Both of them get whacked when their hooves touch the other side, hit the ground, roll a couple times, jump up. And it was like, fuck you, we're out. And that's when they got shot. So, 
So they did end up getting eaten. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. They were delicious. I don't know if, if it was just a taste or just a satisfaction. Like those bastards. <laughs> did you, when you were growing up in Germany, did you guys have animals? Uh, we had dogs. Uh, my grandpa used to raise rabbits. But you never like did like any other farm animals. Was there a learning curve on that? Like, uh, did you know what you were getting yourself into with the goat thing? Well, there's this thing called Google. I don't. I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> okay, so if you take up your your <laughs> antique phone and you flip it over, <laughs> at the bottom there's a search bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> I mean, like we bought a couple books and we read that, and you know, it was just like uh, we bought the goats, and then we're like, hey, we better read up on this shit. So then we do some reading up, and it's like, oh my god, why is it doing that? You know, it's like, oh fuck, Google that. It's like, oh, but when you get on Google, it turns out the Google is not an answer engine; it's a search engine. Right. So if you say, hey, I think my goat has cancer, you have sixty thousand people telling you how much cancer your goat has. <laughs> so if you're like, hey, why is my goat like just staring at a tree, you know, for hours <laughs> on end? There's, you know, there's some people that are like, well, it's because it's sad, you know, it's the weirdest shit that people come up with. So you got to read through all that and like, oh my God, okay, that one's crazy. That one's crazy. That bitch is nuts and just go on. But I think we're, we're getting the hang of it. That is so, but you don't do that full time. No. Right. What's your full time gig? I am a pipe fitter with the local 441. And what, what, like, what does that consist of? What, what is a pipe? What's your day to day? What do you do? We lay pipe all over the country. Like, like <laughs> inside, outside. Uh, it's, it's most like, uh, our, our local is a split local. So we do plumbing and pipe fitting. Okay. So, uh, I'm trying, I do my best to stay on the, the new construction side because I don't like poop, but, uh, that sounds yeah, it's a hell of a plan. I, yeah. like I like it. But uh, we do hydronic piping, gas piping, uh, food processing piping. Um, like we said, vessels and equipment, like your big air conditioners on, you know, like on your coliseums or stadiums and stuff like that. And boilers, you know, everything from a boiler two guys can carry in to a boiler that, you know, like they have to take a side of a building off to get it in. So well, and you're pretty creative yourself. I saw your little like your little shop and the stuff that that you've made over there. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, I'm pretty good at recreating things, and then sometimes adapting, you know, just adapting stuff to make it work for me. So, are you ever gonna like? Are you ever thinking about doing like the the farming thing full time? I need 225 goats. Holy cow! And then I think I can do that full time how 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 feasible is it to feed that many animals well remember that uh plot of land that you wanted to buy from me so you yeah. can build a house on it yep yeah that's what feeds my animals nice. quit asking okay yeah <laughs> no, no. well i'm gonna get something eventually so <laughs> yeah <laughs> look man just just stick me in the corner of the kingdom <laughs> come <Okay>. on <laughs> in a dark shadowy yeah, place dude. you <laughs> scar in, in the, the place <laughs> the light doesn't touch simba <laughs> you'll be the light in that dark place is your is your family enjoyed doing that um I, it's it's a it's a roller coaster you know like i don't think anybody wants to leave there but there's been some uh there's been some tense moments there's been some yelling 
not always just from me. Right. <laughs> but like whenever we give all the, the goats vaccinations, we call it goat days. And uh, we normally walk away from there pretty fucking tense. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody wants to talk to each other. Yeah, I'll bet. Because, yeah, we'll, we'll get well, into it. Well, and you're all family, which makes it that that whole demographic is, is hard in of itself. Can your parents live with you full time? Yeah. Man, dude, I don't know if I could do that. You know what? Most people say that. And I just don't. I just don't know. It, I don't know. Like, it's not like we're always together, you know? So, like, my parents go and do stuff, and then I go do and stuff. To go do stuff. Well, and you you, know, when you've got like the White House, too, it's not like. Yeah, I'm going to be sleeping in the West Wing tonight, so. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, we're like, me, and my wife, and my kids, we're a whole floor, you know. How do, how do you say that? We're on a th- third floor. They're well, on the first floor. I'm not going to lie. Your place is kind of set up plantation style. Right. Oh. I mean, like, you've got, like, these outbuildings. Mm-hmm. Like, where did all that shit come from? Well, the, that Colonel Wolfer guy, he, uh, I'm, I don't want to say he had slaves, <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm pretty sure there were servants <laughs> because there's a servant's house across the driveway. They called it servants' quarters. I call it the slave quarters because right. that's where my friends would stay. Right, exactly. And like my brothers, <laughs> like when they're visiting, like like get your ass back to the slave quarters, <laughs> which is the best part of it. Is like both my brothers are white, so <laughs> like <laughs> you can't go to the big house too. Arm is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that uh, uh, old Colonel Wolfert, he was uh, it was it used to be a horse ranch, so. Like they lived in a big house, and uh, he was actually a medal winner, like Olympic medal winner in equestrian. Really? Mm-hmm. Him and his son. So I think he won something in the 30s, and his son won something in the 50s. And, I mean, like, I'd like to say gold, but I didn't Google that far into it. Wow. But, so that was all a horse ranch, and then across the road, that house over there was actually the like the ranch manager's house and then uh yeah we have a maid's quarters yeah because you had like a off adjacent to the kitchen is another oh no i'm sorry not the maid that's that was the cook's quarters so cook the cook had his own quarters Mm -hmm. and then you have the the hard laborers (laughs) well i think i think it was just the people that worked around the house <laughs> well, that lived. Gee, well, how do you want me to put it, Lisa? Like, I, I don't want to like go off, you know. I don't, don't want to get into an Oprah conversation here. Well, I mean, I don't know how the hell else to say it. How many times can you say "slave" in on one podcast? <laughs> well, I just, I'm just trying not to use that word. Oh, okay. Uh, indentured servant. <laughs> indentured servant. <laughs> I think laborers is 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 a good politically correct thing to the, the help. The help. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, the, the person that runs the house, the while that, that people, other people live in. Yes. Yeah. No, but it's be- it's a beautiful piece of property, though. Like, like that is a place I would like to go, like, and spend a weekend and just chill. It's very serenity, yeah, basically. You, you know what I mean? And it's private. You don't get to chill at my house. If you show up for a week, you're working. Well, I'm not working. Oh, you'll be working. Well, I won't. My, I'll lock my trailer door. You won't be able to get in. 
the worst. Something will wake you up. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, and and why why do you have? What do you do with the goats? Um, so we sell them for meat. So we actually have guys that uh, um, that are used to like from other countries that are used to eating goat. Uh, they'll actually come by, buy a goat from us. They'll butcher it on on site, and uh, take it home. Yeah. So have you had a lot of goat? I've had. Mikey and Gizmo. Oh, that's right. How could we forget them? <laughs> those were the and first those were delicious. <laughs> they were so delicious. I'm trying to remember if I've ever had if I've ever had goat. What can you liken it to? I would imagine it'd be kind of like pork. No, no. It is. It's a real lean meat, so it's somewhere between beef and venison. Oh, that's got to be delicious then. That's pretty good. Yeah. You have any? You have any meat over there at the house right now? Goat meat. Yeah. No. 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 Don't have like a rack of ribs or anything. There's not a whole lot. That's that's <laughs> soup meat right there because they're they're not very fleshy around the ribs. <laughs> no, it's like uh, so like Mike and Gizmo got killed in anger, but uh, <laughs> you know, like so the rest of them, like I feel like it's like my job to take care of them. So it's sure. It's I don't know. I don't feel like butchering them. I'd rather just if if I wanted to, I would take them to a, a locker plant. And let them handle that part, and have the, and have them process it yeah. themselves. Because you know, every once in a while, like you get one that's so sick that like you know it's not going to make it, and you don't want to sit there and watch it suffer. So right. it's like, you know, it's like, hey Daniel, that goat's not going to live. Can you put it down? And after you do that so many times, it's like I don't want to do that anymore. So it's yeah, it's it it, it gets it gets what's the word I'm looking for. It gets too much. Yeah. How do you um? How do you not get uh, attached? Well, I think that's what I'm saying right oh, now. There you you, you okay. do get like you take care of them, you know. Right, right, right. So you're attached to some point. It's really hard to get attached to 80 of them, though. Well, I I could imagine it'd be there, hard to get attached to 80 of anything. Yeah. There's there's a few special ones. There's um one. Her name is Waddles. She's number four. But uh, like she almost died on me for. I mean, months, like I'm trying to, I was feeding her, like feeding her water through a syringe and all that stuff. And she came back and she's had like six kids, you know, since then. But like every time I walk into the pasture, she comes up and she rubs her head on my leg and, you know, I pet her. And every time I look out in the pasture, you know, like I was just like, all right, where's Waddle's at? You know, like just to make sure she's all right. But there's a bunch of other ones. There's, there's a few like I showed you the the one with the black head. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. call her BHB. BHB. Black headed bitch. <laughs> Likes to climb on everything. Jumps fences. It's just the, always the hardest one to catch. They're or, troublemakers. Yeah, there's there's always an asshole in a bunch, and she's the one. And her kids aren't that much better. Like they're pretty goats, but God, they're a struggle. What do you? What do you? What do the chickens do for you? Uh, chicken lays egg, lay eggs, Josh. Okay, yeah, I didn't know where they came from. And then, what, what do you? Uh, so when I want food, I go to the supermarket. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, like, so no, it's important. Look, we've lost that as a society. Yeah, I think it's important. I want my kids to know where their food comes from. Yeah, I think everyone, rather it's something they want to be into or not, should experience that to have an appreciation for how we get fed. Okay, so next time we butcher, we're gonna butcher a steer this fall. So you're in? Yeah, I'm totally in. Okay. 
Now it looks like Leeds wants to go too. Then we can have okay. you back on the podcast. We can talk about how fun that was. <laughs> do they? Do... <laughs> the str- <laughs> Where are you going? We're going to go kill some animals over yep. it. <laughs> well, I'll kill them. Chocolate Thunder's house. I'll hang them in a the cooler, and then we'll we'll actually like do the whole the, process. Yeah, we'll cut I, the dude, meat. I would love to learn how to do that. Yeah. I never I never did um, hunting when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Little bit of fishing, not as mm-hmm. much as I'd like to to get into, um, but I, I think it would be cool to to experience that. Uh, look, I'm I'm kind of a pussy when it comes to that. I don't like killing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. It's it's hard for me. Like I, I when I when I grew up, we had like uh, rats. Mm-hmm. I had pet rats, and yeah. I would breed them and sell them back to the pet store. You know, and stuff uh-huh. like that. And and man, when when whenever like one of them got cancer or something, and I'd always make my dad go deal with it, and he hated it too, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm like, like I look at an elk, and I'm like, dude, you're like the king of the forest. I don't want to shoot you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's it's tough, but I I think it would be good for me to experience that and at least know how that how that process works because the truth of the matter is that's what we rely on. Mm-hmm. For for well, what certain I, foods, what I like to do is um, I look at them and then I picture them without fur, and it was like, man, look, that hind quarter would be so delicious, smoked, mm. or you know, yeah. it's like like our our steers, you know, like it's pork chop and we're not pork chop, but like it was like steak and freaking <laughs> tenderloin, you know, like they don't get names because I right. know I'm gonna eat them, right? You know, the goats, the goats, they get names because well, the female ones do. The males don't, unless they're our breeding buck. You know, like right now we have baby. We have one named Jasper. We have one named Clyde, because you know by the time he's old enough that he needs to move on, you don't want to eat that dude because right, he's covered in urine and <laughs> semen and just they smell so bad. So like nobody's ever walked up to a male go and be like, mm, that smells like yeah. something I want to eat. I like that. <laughs> Do you milk them? The males? I try not to. (laughs) The females, man. Uh, Only if we got to feed a baby. Like if if there's some issue where like the mother is not taking a kid or the mother died, like we'll we'll milk one of the other moms out and feed the kids. Now, now, so now I'm asking back back to the Afghanistan thing. Uh Do, Do they have cows over there? Like don't, I don't think I ever saw any cows. I was gonna say, don't they primarily drink the any milk that they get is from the goats, right? Yeah, those crazy bastards drink camel milk. Oh, yeah. Have you ever tasted that? Oh yeah, yeah. What like, does that taste like? Well, it was hot, and I'm pretty sure it was milked a couple days before. Oh shit! And there were some chunks. Okay, dude. Okay, all right. Well, that that that. Would question. you like to know more? No, that went to hell in a handbasket yeah. pretty quick. Okay. Um. <laughs> Because goat milk is is kind of like so. <laughs> when I was growing up, mm-hmm. they do this uh, this thing that you go on in youth in in with with our church, mm-hmm. where you go and relive the uh, the pioneer trail. Uh-huh. And so I went and and participated in that, and they had this place where you could go and 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 drink goat milk. Mm-hmm. And I it, I was it's not rich. A, it's too thick for me thick and it's sweet yeah it's 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 a lot yeah like you definitely once you're done you're like holy crap kind of leaves like almost a film Mm -hmm. in your mouth a little bit but it's very nutritious like i mean it's so like uh 
uh, I have had neighbors that that like raised their kids that were like uh, uh, lactose intolerant, like they couldn't have mother milk, like they could actually drink goat milk. Now I'm not a scientist. This is what people told me. Like I I know a guy that's raised three kids off of goat milk because none of them could drink actual their mother's milk. Wow. And like, uh, I had a neighbor that raised their kids on uh, unpasteurized milk, and uh, like they had allergies and all that stuff, and like all that stuff went away, according to them. Which, like I said, not a scientist. I mean, I'm an astrophysicist, but I was going to say, I don't get into that stuff. You know, like you can't know everything. (laughs) Right. Well, that's possible. Yeah. You know, (laughs) time and space is, is my business. So chickens are for the eggs. Mm -hmm. You guys get a lot of eggs out of those bad boys, but I noticed you've got duck. Those are just for fun. Those are just for fun. Like, don't ask, don't tell my mom that, but like she, she likes eating duck, but I like, I just like having duck. Your mom is so German. For real. For real. Like. Like that is the like it was it was cool to to meet her because mm-hmm. I'm like oh dude that's definitely Daniel's German side right there. You guys ever yell at each other in German so the other people can't tell what you're saying to each other? No, like my mom when when we were growing up, it was a uh, oh, she can't hear this shit, but <laughs> <laughs> but she would uh she would get mad at us and then like. It took her too long to think of what to say in English, so she would always yell at us in German. So that's how we knew she was really pissed because she couldn't think of the English words. So she started, you know, going off on us in German. She's like, "Oh shit, we better stop." You still speak that fluently? Nah, it's it's, I I can understand it fluently. Like I I know what you're saying if you're saying it to me, but I gotta think of all the words. I gotta translate it back to German in my head. So if you if, if if you wanted to say I'm over at Josh is sitting on his couch, what would that sound like in German? It'll take a minute. We'll get well. We got time. But right? it's one of those like I'm over. That doesn't make any. That wouldn't make any sense. Okay, in well German. say it how you'd freaking say it in Germany and then translate it for me. Ich will nicht mehr auf. Uh, I'm Josh's couch. Couch. Hold on. Yeah, couch. Because my name wouldn't yeah, change. Couch is right? couch. Yeah, the name it's wouldn't change. It's weird because you know in Spanish my name's Hosway. Really? Yeah. It's the only hmm. it's the only time that Josh translates in every other language. It's just Josh. Like George being Jorge? Yeah, exactly. Like Jesus being Jesus? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Actually, Josh in, in the English translation is Jesus. I know. I, I, I literally found that out, and I was like, wow, that's, that's interesting. That but makes Josh, sense. Joshua it makes trans- sense. Yeah, translates into Jesus. You want to go so. down to the lake and see if you can? Uh, you know what? I've been down there, and I can walk on water, but mm. it has to be frozen. <laughs> 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 that only works 50% of the time. <laughs> do you think, so do you think when Jesus walked on water, there was just a cold spell? You know, uh, I, I have no idea. I, I refuse to believe that the dude had superpowers, mm-hmm. and he was just like, I'm going to show everybody what's up. Well, I mean, if you can walk on water, here's the thing. Here's my whole thing about Jesus. All right. Mm-hmm. I know how people love alcohol around here. Uh-huh. I can't imagine that changed in the last 2000 years or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You have a dude that can change water into alcohol. Right. There is no way he's the one being taken out. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> he's, he's automatically going to be your best friend. Right. Dude. Like, right. you no one's going to get rid of that. But there's always going to be somebody that's jealous. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Man, those- <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could make beer out of wine those jews down there they're having all the fun let's kill them (laughs) the 
because there's always a dick in the crowd. No, there is. There's always there's always there's always somebody. Damn no, you, Herod. I, but I remember hearing all those stories, and I, I don't know. Noah's Ark is my favorite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, not only were all the animals within a two hour indigenous range, which <laughs> makes that kind of interesting. Right. <laughs> and they're all two by two. Yeah, exactly. And, oh, the lions are sitting next to the zebras like, just hanging out. Like, dude, it took it took thousands of professionals to make the Titanic. That bitch didn't work <laughs> for its first main voyage. And you're telling me this farmer and a couple of sons and some wives built this massive thing that's basically a zoo on the water and then boom it yeah. starts yeah. starts getting a little fishy how did they build point. the cages strong enough yeah, to keep the exactly. elephants from well, losing their mind yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and then the lions weren't gonna go i mean just yeah anyway we get into some logistical things there so what you fun. just you just dispelled the entire bible just just in those few words the bible it, the bible to me if you rip off the cover of the bible and then mm-hmm. the lord of the rings and you switch <laughs> those up <laughs> i don't know if you'd Nobody be able to tell know. the difference yeah. no you wouldn't you'd be like oh i mean like i always tell people like i mean it's a good it's a good story and there's some good points. But did you did you grow up religious? Yes. What what were what was your denomination? We were, we were Lutheran. What do the Lutherans believe? It's I mean it's so close to Catholicism. It's I mean you. Isn't that what Mark Wendelkin yes. was Lutheran? Yes. Because he had to go through the same. Yep. He talked about doing the confirmation. The confirmation. Yep. I did the same thing. So it, and Mormons have co- a confirmation, mm-hmm. but it happens when like when we're baptized, mm-hmm. and then they confirm us a member of the church. Like at that moment when you're a toddler, it's not actually. Well, no, they see Catholics b- baptize their kids as soon as they're born, right? Because they want their babies to go to heaven, but they do it wrong. Because the only w- right way to baptize someone is by full immersion, baby. Uh-huh. So. Sorry, you guys have totally apostatized oh, on that. I can't I'm sorry. Help you. <laughs> My bad, because the Mormons are always correct. Well, absolutely. We're the right one. Yeah, you watch Family Guy. Remember that episode on, where they all where all they're all waiting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like <laughs> And it's like some black kid in Africa, like or there's like a frog or some shit. It's like, oh man, we all guessed wrong. He's like, God. Well, what was the right religion? Um, it was Mormonism. Yes, it was Mormonism. <laughs> mm, I doubt it. <laughs> They're all crazy. <laughs> no, so you you get baptized by immersion, mm-hmm. and then uh, like a day later or whenever the next Sunday would be is when you'd get usually get confirmed a member. Okay, so like, do you get baptized as an adult or as no? A, eight years old. Eight years old. Yep, you're so not right old enough you... to sign up for a cable contract, but mm-hmm. you can join a worldwide religion at eight. Right. Okay. That's how. That's how cults do it. Um, right. Anyway, yeah, no, it's yeah. So hey, but out of the all of the cults, it's the best cult you can join. It's the one that has the most money. It, well, that too. There isn't a shortage. God be loaded now. Hey, let's build another church. Let's build a five hundred thirty-eight million dollar building. Well, that's the funny thing. It's like, dude, when he comes back, it's gonna be in a Bentley. I mean, there's no, there's no way he's gonna. The robe and the sandals. Thing. Playing it's Sir Mix a lot. He's gonna be in a Gucci <laughs> suit. You know what I mean? His beard's gonna be all nice and trimmed. He won't be able to go to BYU because they don't allow people with beards on the campus. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> you can't go to your own your own school. Uh, Enjoy sorry. cancer. <laughs> sorry, you're uh, the Messiah, right? Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to shave that shit off. <laughs> you, you can come back in thirty minutes. Here's a razor. <laughs> So you guys, so this is what I don't know about Lutherans, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I, which I, which I would like to ask you, like, as we, 
as as Mormons, when you get older and progress, you you hold different. Uh, you, there's there's a tier structure mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Is it like that with the with with you guys? Like no. Well, you know, like like I, what if you want to become a priest? Well, I really got out of that business right when I was like 13, 14. Oh, so well, maybe fifteen. Early. Congratulations. So yeah, I got out early. Um, it's the intelligence level. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that like we we didn't have like bishops or whatever. You know, like grandmaster or whatever you got. How would you go? How would you go take care of that? You'd go to confession. So it's so they still have confession, but it it wasn't like in the booths, like no, like the Catholics. How does that work? You just you know, like like like, hey, I need to talk to you, and the priest just like, or not the priest, uh, whatever we called him, chaplain, whatever, chaplain. What is it? Father. Father. Yes. Oh, I think I think Mark said the same thing. So, what's the difference between the Protestants and the and the Catholics then? The Lutherans and the Catholics, or the Lutherans and the Catholics? Dude, is I mean, it was uh, was it Martin Luther? Like, I mean, they just they just wanted to get out away from like, um, the Catholic hierarchy. Oh, so it's a it's a break off from yeah. the from the Catholic yeah. Church. Yeah, like oh, they changed okay. like seven words in the Bible, and <laughs> just they're like, hey man. You don't have to wear these shitty robes if, if if you're a priest in this church. Like, you can show up in a suit, you know, and, you know, if you want to touch boys, like, you got to do that outside of the church. I'm, well, can we not say this on this podcast? No, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> All right. No, <clears throat> there's no FCC regulations here. No, but, like, actually, you know, like, uh, our father that, that ran our church, like, he was actually pretty cool i mean uh-huh. it was it was a nerdy cool like you know like he would like make a joke and it's like you know like the father would approve to that you know but it was he was actually pretty easy to get along with you know especially when we were kids and like the dude smiled and like he like he actually like he he loved the lord we also had to go to catholic church like with the school because they're like ah, we're not making two trips <laughs> yeah, for for all you low lives, like, so the Catholic Church was like right up the hill, so like that's where the entire school went for whatever religious training we needed. So you went to Catholic school? No, well, I went to like a Catholic daycare in kindergarten, and uh, if you ever heard about you know nuns being like hard asses, like that's for real. Really? Yeah, those chicks. And like, this was in Germany. Yeah. They, oh, German nuns. They would give you a beat. I've oh, gotten my I'll ass whooped many times in my life, but never as bad as from that nun. What would they hit you with? Whatever they can get a hold of. <laughs> like yardsticks, freaking <laughs> fists. Like, the well, one dude, t- you ask a whole bunch of women to never get laid. You know there's going to be some contradictory right. things going on there. Mm-hmm. Well, they make an antidepressant for uh, nuns. <laughs> Uh, it's called Try Dick Again. It's uh, it's made by Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> it's really turned the Catholic Church around. Oh my <laughs> We're going to hell in five different religions. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of Buddha, <laughs> who was that that yelled at me about Buddha the other day? Oh, oh, because oh, oh, he was like, no, I, I follow Hinduism and all that stuff, and. Oh, Trent. Yeah, yeah, that's Trent. right. And he's talking about like, oh, I, like just listen, you know, following that belief made me healthier. And I was like, hold on, hold on. You follow belief by a little short fat dude, and that's made you healthier. Like, just sit down, don't do shit. 
Like fucking eat whatever you want. Did you ever see Anger Management? Yes, I have. <laughs> you know what that with Jack Nicholson's like, I just have a hard time taking self. What does he say? Self. Uh, uh, responsibility from a man that's 700 pounds. <laughs> right. <laughs> self-control. Yes. Yeah, that's what yes. it was. <laughs> Taking self-control advice from a man that's 700 pounds. Right, right. But oh, he was always man. happy, and that's really what matters. Like, I've never been to a Catholic church and uh, seen the the priest or whatever, like, crack a smile. No. Like, it's always yeah. been like, hey, this is work. This is what they pay me to do. So now I'm going to say shit in Latin that nobody understands. Like, who knows if they're even right? Like, see, and it's so, and it's, and it's, it's cool learning about that because the way my structure was is there, the, the Mormon church is, is really put together a lot like a five, well, Fortune 500 corporation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, you have your, you have the, the, the president, the vice president, and the CEO, which is basically the, the first counseling. And then you have the Quorum of the Twelve, and then the Quorum of the Seventy. Are you Quorum? Quorum, yeah. What does that st- mean? Quorum. Uh, elites, will you look that up? Thank you. I should know that. You, yeah, probably. Well, you know, like the well, like back in the the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. I've never heard that word in my life. You've never heard the word Quorum? What? Committee? Oh, that's just another word. Just a fancy word for committee. Oh. <laughs> I'm on the board. <laughs> no, I feel like committee is a fancy word for quorum. Yeah, well, it's it it's so that's basically what it is. You have you have the because the president of the quorum of the twelve mm-hmm. is the ne- is usually the next in line to become the prophet when the prophet dies. See, they don't they don't do an, an a, 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 isn't the prophet already dead? No. Who's the prophet right now? Prophet right now is uh, President Nielsen. Okay. And what? Oh, the the heavens. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we can go down there. Well, I feel like like our prophet has already died. Like Tupac Shakur left us a no, while ago. Because in the King James version of the Bible, it says uh-huh. the the true church on the on the earth will have prophets, seers, and revelators. Uh huh. So we have prophets, seers, and revelators. Oh, the 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 true church. The true church. That. The okay. only true church. Gotcha. I gotcha. I will uh I will mourn for you. <laughs> okay. Okay. One of these days you can aspire to be as perfect as I, me. I will see you on the flip side. <laughs> yes, you will. Yep. <laughs> no, uh it's it's so we have so so we have a um each each one of our church houses is called a ward. Mm-hmm. Not a psych ward. <laughs> I know. No, we get that a lot. And then the the ward uh-huh. is over an air is is part of an area, and the area is ran by the stake. And so there's a stake center, and the stake center proceeds over all of the wards. Like S T E A K stake. No S T S T A K E. Oh, okay. So like where somebody drove a stick of wood into yeah, the ground. Yeah, they like to come up with weird words. So mm-hmm. okay. you have your ward, your stake. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your bishop who's over each individual. Now, now several different wards will go to one ward house. Mm-hmm. So there's like the fifth ward and the sixth ward and the seventh uh-huh. ward. And then each one of those wards has their own bishop. Hey, Josh, do you, yeah. do you see the, the life leaving my eyes <laughs> right now? You're the one that asked. <laughs> I know, I if know. If you didn't want to know, why'd you ask? <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I, didn't, I didn't know I was going to get No, dude, whole... it, no, it gets deep. Right. It gets I, freaking deep. Yeah, it's crazy. But no, okay. Leeds wants me to mention the three levels of of glory. 
Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Your so, heavens. Because Mormons don't believe in hell. How many people can you have in your heaven? As many as you want. We're not like the Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay, no, all right. We can all we all have the opportunity to be saved. Mm-hmm. How if nice we're Mormon. Is that? If you're Mormon. Okay, so, gotcha. And if you're not, then they can go do the work for you, and, and mm-hmm. we, we don't have to go down that road. They, they live in the house across the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, my hell. So... What what was I talking about? Oh yeah, the, the different layers of yes, take yes, heavens. Yes. So you have the the celestial kingdom, mm-hmm. which is the top tier. Yep, that's where you get your own planets and get to do whatever the hell you want. Then there's the terrestrial. It's on heaven which, on earth, which is which is uh, the 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 middle, and then you have the telestial. And that's hell, and that's basically Earth converted into a heavenly form wouldn't terrestrial be the earth because terra is our planet look dude i'm just telling you what they said okay i'm not trying to make sense of it i'm just trying to tell you what they said so if you that's why i got out i couldn't understand right you're trying to make sense basically when we die it's like the titanic you've got steerage you've got first class (laughs) you've got second class gotcha so when you die they're like you're just gonna have to be a coal shoveler for the rest of your life so, like, do they, like, brand you? Like, it's like, hey, man, uh, you're definitely going terrestrial or, like, well, I'm you're sure, not going to I'm the top. I'm sure the members within themselves do, but mm-hmm. no, like, Judgment Day is the same as it is, I think, for everybody else. Yeah. So, it, it, the belief is that, that Christ will come back. And he'll swipe left and right. And he'll reign for 2,000 years. Uh-huh. And in that 2,000 years, you've got an opportunity to work your shit out, I guess, and then you get judged on what kingdom you're going to go into. So you're gonna be alive for two thousand years after you're dead, dude. I don't know. Maybe. So I, it zombie sounds, land. You know what? It sounds very overwhelming to me. I well, when I'm dead, I don't want to do shit. <laughs> I want to just <laughs> kick it. You know what I mean? Like if there isn't a kick it version, then mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of anything. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. But I. But in my honest opinion, we may just we may just, when the lights go out, the lights go out. Yeah. It's just yeah. done. We so, return to the earth. We return to the earth and. Dust, ashes to ashes, and 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 dust to dust. Do you guys believe in eternities? Like, like, wow, is it just heaven and hell? Yeah. There's uh, like not Dante's like nine levels of hell or whatever. It's just hell. Like it all sucks. Yeah. See, and I can get by. I I can almost get behind the God thing, the creative, the mm-hmm. creative aspect of it. I always had a hard time with old Lucifer boy. Saint. Yeah, like the whole you know story I mean? is yeah, kind of shitty. No, it's like, dude, it's like. But you got to have a place for the bad people. To well, go. but that's the thing. You can't have you can't have the yin without the yang. Right. Well, the, the thing is, you can't expect somebody to be good if there's no reward at the end. Well, if we all be, go to the you same can't place, be good. If you've never been naughty. Right. You can't because be you nice don't know the difference. No, you don't. Yeah. So you don't you know if you're good or not. For being naughty, okay. I think being naughty to a certain aspect is beneficial. And right. it's a great way to stay in shape. All right, Josh. So uh, Lise has been like sitting here pointing at this this dry erase board okay, for the last talk hour. To me. What does she want you um, to say? Like, I had a question for you, and uh, like every time I talk to you or we talk to some other people, uh, like you bring up like a job or hey, I used to do this and hey, I used to do this. And yeah. on the other podcast, you're uh, you were in the hospital doing the hospital deal stuff. Yep. and a bunch of other stuff. So, what is your favorite gig? Like, what was the favorite thing you've ever done other than this podcast right now with me? Ooh, man. 
it, so it would probably be um I really love the medical field. Mm-hmm. I thought that was I thought that was very interesting, especially from a scientific standpoint mm-hmm. and learning about infections uh-huh. and infectious disease and how that all spreads. It was cool being able to go in and talk to doctors and nurses mm-hmm. and help them with cross contamination issues. Okay. But I really loved Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> you worked at Home Depot? I worked too? at Home Depot. I was in floor and wall. And and that was a fun job. Oh, hey, real quick. So if uh, there's any Home Depot employers listening to this right now, <laughs> go ahead and uh, pause and skip ahead for a minute. <laughs> but holy hell, have you ever been able to get find anything or get help to find anything at Home Depot? You know what's worse? Lowe's. I don't go to Lowe's, but Menards is almost as bad. Menards sucks. It's like holy and, crap. And the pricing. The only thing that I really like about Menards over the over the other places mm-hmm. is I feel like the selection and the products that they have are way better. Yeah, like and you you've got a, a myriad. The, the pricing isn't is is what it is. Yeah, but you can buy cereal at Menards. You can do anything there, yeah. man. It's a one stop shop. Those guys up in North Dakota, they got to figure it out. Bring a new baby in, you can get circumcised mm-hmm. and get shingles for your roof, <laughs> <laughs> and get a cure for shingles. That's right. You can get it all. <laughs> Thanks, Menards. They should sponsor us now. Yeah, they should. Hell of a plug. I uh, can't see it when you hold it clear in the hell back to the wall. Um, it says break. Oh, do you need to take a break? Exclamation point. Okay, all you need to say is we need to take a break. That's all. Like you could have just went, you know, did a timeout sign. No, oh. that's fine. Let's take a break and we'll come back in just a second. Oh, it's fucking Liz. Hey, we're back on. No, we're not. No, we are. We're rolling right now. Are we really? Yeah. Okay, well, let me bring the mic up. That's okay. Now. No, you're fine. We're back. We had a little uh, bathroom break. Elites uh, wanted to talk to us about a couple of things, and I feel like we're we're ready. We're ready to go again. Yeah. Do you think Joe Rogan uh, gets yelled at by his assistant? No. Jamie's very very delightful and polite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, here's the thing. I'm not uh, anywhere close to the Joe Rogan level. You're way above him. So, <laughs> yeah. You're in a celestial. So I got it. I'm not. Now, Leeds isn't a jab, but you got to, you know, I just don't like I, I, you know, compensate her. I'm sure Jamie makes uh, uh, quite a bit a year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Leeds just does this because she loves me. I don't know why. Me neither. But I'm glad. But I'm glad that she's willing to, to, to get in the time because it is nice to have a. Eventually, I'd like her run everything so mm-hmm. I can just sit and talk. That would be great. It's hard. It's hard to do the conversation and run the panel at the same time. Right. Right. I mean, she pulls up the clips, which is nice, but you know, I feel like there'll be a lot of breaks, and then us getting yelled at, and then <laughs> going back to it. <laughs> no, you motherfuckers need to talk about Josh's job. <laughs> no, but to cycle back though, honestly, I I always wanted to work for myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted the experience, but eventually it got to a place where I wanted to be self-employed. And, and I feel like the, the benefit, there, there's, there's no security at all in anything. Right. doesn't matter if you go and get a degree and, you know, get a, get a corporate job or you go off on your own. There's going to be highs and lows mm-hmm. in both aspects. I just wanted to benefit myself and, and invest in myself versus making somebody else rich. Right. I mean, that's that's admirable. 
I don't know if it's admirable. I just, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to create something that, that was my baby. Yeah. That's, yeah, I like that. So. See, I was. And that's kind of the, well, that's kind of where you're going with the goats. Yeah. See, I, I would totally be happy even if I wasn't like rich. It just like, I was comfortable. All the bills were paid, had a little bit of money, money extra over. I would totally do goats. Yeah. I would totally do that. Well, that's that's what everybody should be aspiring to. Just, I totally just live agree. life. Be no, able to do totally what you want to do because you can't take it with you in the end. I think I think one of our one of the things will be attributed to our eventual downfall is the fact that they've pushed us into this corner where we feel like we have to be part of the agenda to be successful. And in that I'm saying we we are we are pushed highly to go and get degrees. Mm-hmm. We spend an exuberant amount of money to, oh, yeah. to do that. And in most in most spend half your life paying it yes, off. Yes, exactly. And and you can't if it's a government loan, you can't file bankruptcy on nope. that. Like you're stuck with that yeah. forever. Yep. And that's scary as hell. Who wants to go start out their life? Eighty thousand dollars in debt, making yeah. the same amount of hours they would if they didn't go to college. You just know? to have that degree yeah. hanging on the wall. So I was like, most... I could have gone either way. Because look, it hasn't been gravy for me. I've had I've had times where I haven't had shit, and then there's been times where there's been an abundance of cash. Mm-hmm. And you you come you know you you roll with those highs and lows, you know. But yeah. it but I I feel vindicated in knowing that I wake up and retire. To I, I'm accountable to myself, right? See, my my only thing with that, it, like I I'm actually comfortable with the job I have right now. So I like the but fact you got that a good job too. Yes, I mean it it pays well, right. you know. And it's like everybody's like, oh my god, it's 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 construction, it's physical labor. It's like there's really nothing you have to do. Like OSHA says, you can't lift more than fifty pounds by yourself, right? right? So with all the safety rules now, like technically, like you don't have to work hard. You just got to work smart. Right. Like, hey, don't try to lift that piece of pipe because it weighs 300 pounds. Right. Like use a piece of equipment. And like our contractors, like they're obligated to provide this shit. And every once in a while, you know, they'll try to, you know, like skip shit. And they're like, oh yeah, you guys can handle it. It's like, well, why don't you come over here and lift the other end of this? Yeah. You know, and they're just like, oh, well, we'll get you, we'll get you a forklift, you know? But, like, it's it's physical work. You know, it's hot. It's cold in the winter. Like, you freeze your ass off, you know, and you're hot as shit. Like, I spend all summer on a roof. Well, not all, but most of it. Right. And, yeah, it gets ridiculous. But it's not that hard. It's not torture. No. And and I think, I feel like we're losing that. Because, look, I'm not, I like hard labor. I don't want to uh, be a ditch digger, mm-hmm. you know. I mean that's yeah. hard. Yeah. That's hard labor. Yeah. You know what I mean? We always go you, by you those watch guys, those like, guys oh. freaking laying uh, uh, train tracks. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man! Yeah. That is some hard labor. But they got a machine that does that. They now. do. Well, yeah, now, yeah, no, for sure. But no, I like I love construction. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's where I was mostly where most of my success came from was 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 the construction realm. But yeah. in a perfect world, if I didn't have uh, people that were counting on me. I wish that something like this would be my full time job. Mm-hmm. I I love I love broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wanted to be a DJ early on. Mm-hmm. You know, get into acting. What was your favorite job? What, the, what 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 did you do growing up where you were like, this is pretty sweet? 
I don't know if I have a favorite one. I think it's just whenever I did something that, like, I committed to what I did. Like, I worked at Hardee's, you know, and it was like I was 16-year-olds. I was a shift manager. And did I love it? Nah, probably not. But I had fun while I was there. Like, you know. like. Do you remember the Frisco Burger? I do remember the oh, Frisco Burger. dude, that was my favorite. I was not a fan. No? I don't like the sourdough. Oh, dude, sourdough is the only way to eat that. Like, I was made now, my own burgers. German and you don't like the sourdough? Where? In Germany, do they eat sourdough? I don't know. I, don't, I thought that maybe that was a thing. I think that's some French shit. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, you uncultured swine. Maybe Texas. Because <laughs> yeah. the Texas burger had uh, sourdough in it, too. So I try not to eat anything from Texas. Well, my favorite burger from Hardee's was the Frisco burger. Mm-hmm. And that's where I had a lot of my first birthday party. Oh, okay. That didn't have anything good around? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, okay. not or maybe not where anywhere we could afford. Oh, yeah, gotcha. I came from a pretty, originally from a pretty humble background. We didn't have an abundance. My, my dad worked his ass off, and so mm-hmm. did my mom in the beginning. But I don't know, we just never... You know what I mean? We never had like a ton of money. Yeah, the ten percent off the top is a motherfucker, isn't dude. It? <laughs> <laughs> People would ask me in the locker room, "Where do you get those? Where do you get those underwear?" I'm like, "You can't afford them. Trust me." <laughs> is that a onesie you're wearing? I remember getting my allowance and being like, "We're going to give this much to Jesus," and I'm like, "I didn't see him scrubbing the toilet. What the hell?" <laughs> I worked my ass off for those chores. <laughs> Hold on, didn't Jesus give away all his worldly? Yeah, no. It's it's only it's only stay away from worldly things unless you're trying to make money on it. Right, right. Build your empire. It's a business. It is a business. They all are. Yeah. I think that was the most disheartening thing. I don't have a problem with with spirituality and spiritual people. Mm-hmm. I just had a real hard time with the whole fight. You know, follow the money. Right. Follow yeah. the money. Like, I don't have a problem with religion. I don't have a problem with religious people. If they are like, they like they truly love God and they're they're happy about it. Right. But there are some people that go to church are just miserable and they yep. try to spread that misery. And yep. it's just like, I think you're doing it wrong. Yep. You know? Well, so. there shouldn't, there's, there's no way in, in any way, shape or form, there's a one way that's the right way. No. I, I mean, mean yeah. I mean, we find that out in life. Right. There's. There's a hundred ways to skin a cat. There is. <laughs> Don't do it while they're alive. They, no, they that's scratch no, the shit scratch, out of yeah. you. Yeah, unless you cut their arms off first. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> he meant paws. Yeah. Paws. <laughs> Clippers. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, Lee's left now. I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> well, I never thought that would ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you mentioned you want to be a DJ or you you wanted to be a DJ. I am. I mean, I've got my own radio show now. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> like, I mean, like, do you, did you mean like spinning records or no, do well, what you're doing at right first, now? No, well, at first, like, at first, my, uh, my dad when he was in college did the college radio mm-hmm. thing and i don't know what it was about the radio that that just totally enticed me but when i was really young i used to listen to this radio station called the imagination station disney uh-huh. ended up 
picking that up eventually and becoming the evil empire that they are. Mm-hmm. But it was AM 1060 radio just for kids. And that was my that I cut my teeth on. I was a guest DJ. They called me Juicy Joshua. When you were 10 years old? Oh, yeah. No, dead serious. I, hmm. and I, I, I need to pull the tapes. I think okay. I still have tapes because that yeah. would be kind of fun. You just put those on a podcast. That would be funny to listen to, huh? <laughs> a little but, Joshy but over no, here. Like, I loved, I loved being, being on the radio. I mm-hmm. loved, I just loved that. The sports I mean, casting, like, it's just very intriguing. To you me. have the voice for it. Well, I appreciate You've got more voice for it than I do. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't you've hear it. You've got like that. Uh, Simba. You've you have forgotten who you are. Therefore, you have forgotten me. <laughs> Can't you feel the love tonight? <laughs> so, so my oldest daughter uh-huh. is in choir, and like she's a musical individual. Is that the one that I play chess with? No, that's my youngest. Oh, dude, uh, your youngest is smart as hell. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to. If I met your oldest. No, no, she's she's like working at Starbucks, speaking of oh. evil empires. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she's she's seven dollars for a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what size cup is that, sir? It's a venti. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. It's ten in Italian. Who cares? Or no, I'm sorry, twenty. Twenty in Italian. Oh man, that's freaking hilarious. But anyway, uh, sorry, your oldest daughter. Um. So. Um, uh, anyway, so she sings, and every once in a while, I'll I'll try to you know throw out throw out some tunes, and like I get shot down immediately every time, like oh my god, you're so tone deaf. It's like oh your rhythm's off. It's like you know what? I'm just trying to have fun. Like it's not like I'm taking this show on the road. Just love me. <laughs> But yeah, ever since they were like kids, like Madison would, like if I had like sing, well, I mean, she'd be like two or three years old and she'd just put her hand on my mouth. Like we don't oh, need any that more of that. so funny. So that's done in my music career. Uh, <laughs> 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 I was going to make it. <laughs> no, but <laughs> anyway, speaking of music. So um, if you guys don't know, anytime you're around Josh, I mean, there's not a five minute time period where that man doesn't. Like just no, it's, it's starts singing. Yeah, it's a bad something. It's a bad situation. He knows more lyrics to more songs <laughs> than anybody I've ever met. Like I mean, Ray Ray Charles couldn't remember as many freaking lyrics to his own songs, <laughs> and Charles. and it's not because he couldn't read them, but uh, <laughs> sorry, Ray. You know what they would do to punish Helen Keller? They'd rearrange the furniture. (laughs) (laughs) They put one of those, what was like the vegetable slicer in their book? (laughs) (laughs) What do you call that? Like a cheese grater? (laughs) I don't get it, but it hurts. That's cool she's in choir, though. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I uh, I did choir. Um, you know, we've, I, you you listen to the podcast? <laughs> I I have. Have yes. you heard um, Mr. Kerry Moore's? Yes. One. Yeah. So he was my choir teacher. Dude, that dude. Like, I mean, dude, he's a that 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 dude could walk on water. That that yes. dude's a stud. I wish, like even in the summer. We, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's that that dude. That is definitely one of my favorite people. 
Yeah, but like, uh, listening to his podcast like that—that that guy is awesome. Well, like, and he's super wicked smart. Yeah, and just his aspect on life, like, like I really enjoyed him. He's the weirdest Mormon you'll ever talk to, because uh, I've had many in-depth philosophical conversations with him, mm-hmm. and and his mind is just, his mind is just awesome. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, I my only, I guess one of my biggest gripes with religion is that I feel like it kind of stifles the intellect mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. The way the thought process Because if you don't believe in what I say, then right. you're wrong. Yeah, and he just has a real unique way mm-hmm. of, of looking at things. But no, he's, he's great, but I've always had a love for music. I think it comes from my mom's side because mm-hmm. they all sang. Um, and then acting. I like, dude, Chris Farley, Jack Black... Um. Uh. Oh my gosh! Plane, planes, trains, and automobiles. John Candy. Mm-hmm. Uh. I mean, those guys. All the skinny guys on. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I. I loved watching those guys. Yeah. I thought, how cool would it be to show up on a set? And I. And I did that for a little while. I got into the videography thing. Have you ever seen uh, um, like David Spade? He like he's a comedian, but uh, he's got some stand-ups where he talks about Chris Farley. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, and he's yeah. like, yeah, like the the man in the, or fat man in a little coat. <laughs> like he was like, we gotta do this bit, and he's like, we're not doing that bit, and he's like, he just wore me down. So finally, we you know we presented the skit, and everybody loved it. And I was like, God damn it, that dude's been ripping my coats for six months. No, I love I love listening to those stories, uh, Adam Sandler and 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 all of those guys just. Uh, Man, that's when times were good. Mm-hmm. I feel like things from from where things were to where they are now is such a discombobulated world. Yeah. It makes me sad for what my posterity is going to grow up and see. I'm sure you worry. I mean, you you got it, two girls. You're mm-hmm. you're in the same boat I am. And I, do you have any advice for what do you do when they get older? Because man, my youngest already gives me a run for my money. So, um, the struggle is real. But uh, um, I don't know, man. Like advice wise, like they're they're gonna be their own person, you know. Like you can you can you can guide them, but you can't control them. Well, and I don't want to sound like a creeper, but I've 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 spent some time around your family, and you've like I don't I I don't have I met the oldest. No, but your youngest, I've I've spent some time around, and mm-hmm. you, you seem like you guys have done a pretty damn good job. Well rounded, mm-hmm. very intelligent. I yeah, mean, but I mean, like, I can't take any credit from her. Chess and she's like, so what do you think about the laws of gravity? <laughs> like, <laughs> let's talk about relativity. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, like they're, they're just smart kids, like on their own. Like I can't take any credit for that. But it's like, I think the, the main thing is like, we talk to them as if they were grownups, like from, from childhood. Like if somebody came in there and like did the baby talk to my kids, like, I'm like, you can go now. Like that. No. No, just just talk to them like they're people, and like you know, like every, like when Madison was four or five, you know, like she would talk to somebody and, and they were like, "Holy crap!" Like she used words I don't use. <laughs> it's like, well, you know what? Crack open a dictionary every once in a while and like right. glance through it. But I mean, I mean that's that's really all I can I can give you. Like they're, I mean, they're both just smart, beautiful yeah. kids and. Some of it I does seem to, to just way. come naturally, but at yeah. the same time, 
you guys have definitely set the foundation appropriately because they seem like well-rounded kids. Like, you don't worry about them going out and doing stupid things, do you? No. No. Madison's too scared to do, do anything nice. bad. I hope. I hope. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Madison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I trust you. You will. <laughs> don't make me wrong. <laughs> But no, no I mean, I, like, uh, like we have conversations about stuff, you know, and it's like, you know, and it's like, I'm never like, hey, you cannot do that. Like, I'll throw it in there as like, like, yeah, if you do that, like, I'm disowning you, you know, like, you're not going to a Texas school. But, <laughs> 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 but no, like, I mean, but it's like, she always starts to, you know, conversation like, oh my God, they're so stupid. Like, this is what they did. And I was like, damn right, they're stupid. Like, don't do that shit. But it's like, they're always the ones they're like, they start off like, hey, this is a negative thing. So I'm not going to do that. You know, and I just like support that 100%. And, uh, you know, like, I mean, they'll, they'll say some stuff like, hey, I kind of want to do, and I can't think of a specific thing, but I want to do this. I'm like, but do you really? Like, like, think of the consequences of doing, like, dumb shit. Like, I mean, I will still love you, but I'm going to let you sit in jail for a little bit to, uh, you know, let it all sink in. Well, I had to, it's a fine line, right, between being a dictator mm-hmm. and being a guide. Yeah. And not, not preventing them from falling down, but maybe putting a pad down so it cushions the fall mm-hmm. a little bit. But yeah. I don't, I didn't ever want to tell my kids like what to do right i wanted it to be more of a like if if hads wakes up and she's like i want to wear like the other day it's hot as hot as hell outside and she wants to put her rain boots on mm-hmm. and i'm like honey it those are going to be so hot are you sure you want to do that no daddy i want to mm-hmm. okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna crush her yeah her aspirations be like no you will wear these other shoes <laughs> You know, she did it, and and she looked kind of funky walking around mm-hmm. town. But but she was, she was cute, and it's what she wanted to do. And I feel like uh, there there's a saying from one of our prophets, uh-huh. actually Spencer W. Kimball, and he said, "Too many parents pull up the daisies to see how the roots are doing." And there's a lot of truth to that. Like you you've got to to some extent let them fuck up. Right. They right. have to make their own mistakes. Right. Nobody knows electricity hurts until they touch exactly. it. Exactly. It doesn't matter how many times you tell me not to touch a stove. Mm-hmm. Until I get burned, yeah. I'm just not going to comprehend that. Right. And then so, you're like, holy shit, they right. were right, but I'm not going to tell them they so were. So you, you, to some extent, want them to make mistakes. Yes. You want them safely to go down the wrong path because that's how you autocorrect. Well, you want them to listen to you and understand like, hey, this I'm this is I'm doing this for your own good. Right. But if you're going to go out and try to figure it out yourself, go for it. Right. But you don't get to cry at the end. No. Like that was my biggest thing with the girls. Like it's like, hey, you made this choice, you don't get to cry about it. Right. So you're going to suck that up and then we'll talk about it later. But you like you fall down after I told you, hey, don't do this, then you better stand up and you better suck it up. But you'd never base your relationship off your kids with choices that they make, would you? No, I don't. Th- I I haven't come to that. But I, don't, I mean, I don't I think know, I, but I would. I think about that, and I'm like, you, you're if you really are for free agency, mm-hmm. then you're, you're at the end of the day, you're a support and a life coach, mm-hmm. really. 
So that's kind of where I, I try and, and fit into the parenting thing philosophically is obviously there's things that we know that are better for them, but as much control as they can handle, I want to let them feel like they have a say yeah, and it's not a prison. And I want them to, I want them to screw up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can tell somebody not to do something so many times and eventually they're going to, that's all that's going to be in their mind. They're going to want to do that. So if you just like, Hey, if you do this, this is going to happen. So you probably don't want to do that. Right. I think that works a lot better than just sitting there saying, no, 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 no. Right. Like that's the reason I'm a welder. Somebody told me I couldn't do it. Oh, see, that's why I didn't go to college. Yeah. Someone told me I wouldn't be successful. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it was about that teacher, dude. Because mm-hmm. I'm not like, I don't hang on to every word everybody says. But she literally singled me out. And she told me, you will amount to nothing if you don't go to college. And from that time, it set a fire underneath my ass. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bitch, watch me. You know what? And I, that was probably a shitty don't person. Don't believe me, just watch. But she changed you. <laughs> she did. Yeah. She did. And, and I'm, and I'm kind of grateful for that push, yeah. to be honest with you. Like, if, honestly, if you were to ask me. About my successes, I would want to tell you more about my failures. I have learned more from failure mm-hmm. in this life than I have success. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, because if, if you don't have failure, the success doesn't mean anything. Right. Well, you don't, you don't know any different. Yeah. Adversity, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations is a fundamental to growing. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're, if you're in your comfort zone, there's there's very little room for growth there. So I don't right, want to like, you want to maintain that. Right. Like, I don't want to be uncomfortable all the time. But there have been times in, in my life I've been asked to do things that I really haven't been hip to. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it because I think I'll be better for the experience. But it took me a long time to get to that mm-hmm. point. I avoided being uncomfortable as much as I possibly could in the past. Was that your first homosexual interaction? Yes. Or? Yeah, I'm not gay. I just like the way it feels. <laughs> <laughs> a shout out to Mr. <laughs> Kurt <laughs> Champagne. That's not the way he says it, though. He, <laughs> he says it some, some different way. My way is way better. I put a twist on it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way you say it, not... Not the rest of the stuff. I mean, it's okay. It's fine. See, I'm bi. I'm mm-hmm. a bi man. I'm bilingual. You know I mean? If I can't, if I can't, if I can't get it done on myself, I pay for someone to do it. I buy it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what do people always say. I'm a trisexual. I'll try everything once. I'm, a, I'm on the sex defenders list. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like right next to the cock blockers list? Yep. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> right next to Hello, Clarice. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I um, parenting's an interesting, uh, an interesting uh, thing. But it's been I I have really enjoyed being a parent in that aspect. And I like watching them look at the world through their eyes. Yeah. That's where all of my hope comes from. Like, this world sucks. It does. It sucks. Uh, no, no, dude, it, it does. It sucks. No, yeah, no. Like, the I world feel like is it's great. It's going to get worse. It's just full of people that suck, and they suck the rest of us down. No, but that's what I mean, though. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying all people. There's awesome people everywhere. You just got to find them. Well, and that's in present company included. Like, it's people like you guys, honestly, 
that make it worthwhile, mm-hmm. right? Like I've met some of the coolest, profound people at that little bar that uh, you would you think move into the Midwest, you your your social life would end abruptly, and I've just met the coolest people being out here in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I, I've 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 loved it. I've loved that aspect of it. See, I mean, I've lived a lot of places, and I Kansas is my favorite one. That's why I'm here. You know, like, and you have you can say, you can say that yeah. with fidelity. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I lived in Germany. Let me tell you r- something, man. After <laughs> Afghanistan, Casper, <laughs> yeah. Wyoming. Yeah. Woo! There, there's so many people that complain and you know just bitch about the most minor things, and you're just like. It could always be worse. Like, so what? So let me ask you a philosophical question. Oh shit! What do you think? What do you think the most important things in life are, man? Just happiness. I know, but how? But how do you obtain that though? Because there's there's temporal happiness. Mm-hmm. There, there's artificial happiness. You know what I mean? Well, definitely people, not the artificial kind. People think they're happy, but they're really not happy, or they're self they're self destructive, and they think that that's happiness. I'm talking like how what what do you, how do you derive true happiness? It's 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 in the moments. Like you gotta have you gotta have happy moments, like great moments. All the rest of the stuff that you have to do to make those happen. I mean, that's just you know you you gotta pay the piper to get what you want. And what situations bring you true happiness? What makes you truly happy? It's a lot of different stuff, like like sitting in a tree stand, like first frost and watching deer go by that you're like ah, i probably should shoot that <laughs> but i'm just gonna watch this one it was like man because i'm mean, it's like i don't have to feed my family like that's not the primary thing but right. it's like you know like you let five or six of them walk by and it's just like okay all right this this was awesome yeah now you gotta die but uh yeah. but i mean <laughs> time just, to eat you know like hanging out with my friends you know just hell like going to work sometimes like i mean like right now, it's it's kind of slow, um, but it's like we sit around guy, you know, with guys, and we bullshit and we tell stories, and it's it's awesome. And even like you know when we're working, like we'll sit there, we have fun at work. So like, That's there's important. only a few few days a year where I'm just like, man, I really don't want to go to work because it's like you know like some sh- you know some yeah, shit is gonna you know, happen. Yeah, you know, and you know what? Most of those days, I just don't go. Like I'll call in, like, hey, <clears throat> COVID's real. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, like, you know, like accomplishing something, like if it's you know, if I, I work building something for somebody that you've never met, but you know, you can sit there and look at it as like, yeah, like we did this. Can I can I get a little uh, a little gay with you though? Um, again, that's I think that's one of the things that I that I've learned about you that I like I liked the Daniel that I met at the surface, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's where it all starts. And then mm-hmm. you start digging down deeper and that's when you find out if people are really weird or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a creator though. You like, you like to create things. Can you call me the creator? I'm, I'm not going to call you the creator because okay. I refuse to believe that the creator's black, but <laughs> well, I'm just, Hey, I'm just sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I mean, he was Brown. <laughs> 
He said, I am what I am, dude. Mm. <laughs> he didn't say, I be what I be. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, you jackass. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're going to go to hell for yeah, that one. Yeah, I know I will. <laughs> Hell's in Harlem. I'm canceled. <laughs> okay, continue. Oh, no, I'm just, that. that's, I just, I really, It's it's been cool. Like, you're one of those people. That's why I wanted to have you on here mm-hmm. is everyone everyone that I've had on the show so far, um, for for good or bad, has been, has played a, a part in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to be able to capture th- this to, to a certain extent. But, like, you will definitely be someone, no matter what, where the, our paths take us, mm-hmm. I'll always, like, I'll always remember you. You know what, what I mean? What will you call me? I'm going to, well, I'll call you master, but I'm not calling you dad. I won't even do that in a fire. Hey, we got, actually got a guy in our <laughs> local that's, his first name is master. Is it really? And he's black. <laughs> would you change your last name to Bader? I, I would, I, at least my middle name. Like, I'd be pissed off if my parents didn't <laughs> make that my MB. middle name. What's up, MB? <laughs> master Bader. <laughs> 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 Hey, why is your right hand so big? Yeah. <laughs> you should see my left. <laughs> it's the it's the shape of a cup. <laughs> no. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> no, no, like I mean, I, I do like I, I do like building stuff. And um uh, like most of my my implements for my tractor and stuff like that, I at least rebuilt or like I built it myself or I bought some piece of crap because I didn't want to spend too much money on a on a new one. And I just re, you know, like I, I make it fit what I, what I do. Like I have a small farm, so I don't need big shit. But out here, everybody has huge equipment. Yeah. So like, you know, this, this whole little homestead farming, like that's, that's almost, almost gone. So like, when you, it's the final frontier. Yeah. I feel like. But when, like, when you try to buy, like, the small implements, like, they're so expensive because, yeah. you know, the 50 guys out here that have a, a farm under 200 acres, they need little equipment, so they're all trying to buy it. But, like, you can buy, you know, a rake that, you know, is, like, 60 foot wide, and you can buy it for, like, almost less than, you know, like, a 10 foot rake. Right. But because it's... Because supply and demand. Right. You got, you got right. more smaller players and so they're going for that equipment yeah. versus the so i just build my own shit do you have to water all of that out there or does it yeah just... i go out there every morning with a shut up <laughs> <laughs> did you answer your own question Smart ass. yes yeah i did i was just thinking about that i'm like you know you live in the same area no okay that's fine so uh, what i do is i listen to that song like you know rain makes corn corn makes whiskey and i just whiskey hope makes my baby <laughs> Oh, so frisky. Feel a little frisky. <laughs> That's a good song, Leeds. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's true, it's true. But you'd really do like I. It, it's been it's been a it's been really cool getting to getting to be closer to you though, and knowing you as a person. Is that what a gay part comes in? Kinda. Okay. I mean, it sounds right. a little gay. It does. It's okay. not not. There's anything wrong with that. I accept it. Some of my best friends are gay. Mm-hmm. And I like it when they hug me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's just this, that extra. Yeah. Just yeah. little extra squeeze in there mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. me feel comfortable. Yeah. Everyone needs one of those. Leeds won't hug anybody. She's a hug hater. Yeah, she is. It's all right though. It's probably a good thing. You'll mess up my hair. 
<laughs> you know what's cool about Leaf? She wears a cardigan. Th- that is cool. But like like she's she's a uh, uh, kind of scarily strong for her size. Really? Yeah. She's like she's like she's not afraid to get her hands dirty. She asked me to throw the trash out the other day, and then I uh, snuck out, and then she called me and bitched at me for not taking the trash out. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds that sounds about right. <laughs> what was it? Oh, I put some heavy stuff in there. Can you take that out for me? I was like, yeah, I'll get right on that. And then I, we love, I love driving places with her because <laughs> you'll find something or 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 someone that is doing something wrong. Yeah, and and then and then we'll we'll have to have a conversation about it, and it, it makes me chuckle. Oh, like you know, like like road construction, like oh, they're oh. shoveling the fucking shit wrong. <laughs> I did it back in '74. No, the last time <laughs> she was saying something about we are, our our flags are all half mass now. Oh, you know but I mean? the queen. <laughs> she was like, she was like that that flag shouldn't be that low. <laughs> I'm like, really? That's where we're, it, it's not that it's half mass that is too low for your for. Your you're liking <laughs> oh man it's God, not at half it's at three eights no she's my she's my best buddy man I, I honestly so the most important thing in life to me are relationships I love I treasure that it's the only thing I'll be able to take with me into whatever comes next if anything so if you're ready to go you're gonna take them with you I'm gonna take the memories oh okay all right yeah but if no, I was just, if, if I was it just came seeing down, it. no. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because if, if you develop take all you a cough with me, absolutely. <laughs> if you develop no, a cough, yeah, I'm fucking yeah. moving. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Daniel, let me lick your hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> Remember what I said about taking friends with me? Here, bite this bullet. Oh my gosh, I, I appreciate you coming in, dude. Thanks for having me. You're freaking awesome. Um, uh, you, you drive a, uh, Tundra, I noticed. I do. And did you know that this episode of the Just Josh and Your Podcast is brought to you in part by a Carmelone Toyota? I, th- I think I've heard that. Yeah. Tell me all about Carmelone. Well, they're off of 114th South and uh-huh. I-15 in Draper, Utah. Okay. And if you need a Toyota or any vehicle really for that matter. They'll go in and they'll take care of you. Tell them that the Just Josh and You podcast sent you, mm-hmm. and they'll make sure that you get the best deal. Okay. So when we're saying the best deal, we're talking about like, you know, a couple grand off or... You know what? I don't know what the specifics are. I think they you need just, to find out. They just pay me to say what I say. <laughs> okay. And I, you know what I mean? I'm uh-huh. not yep. saying anything they told me to say. Yes, absolutely. You okay. Get, you yep. get the best price, best service. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Okay. So uh, disclaimer. Or you can't get your money back. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? Toyota does make a good vehicle. Dude, those things, I keep trying to talk. Leeds wants an F-150. And I'm like, Leeds, why would you devalue yourself right. to that? Why would you want to fix something all the time? Right. Why don't you want something that's that's going to give you longevity? You can run those things. I had, when I was in the medical field, I went through three Toyota trucks. Holy shit. And, well, not not like went through them as if, as if they died. I just put so many miles on them, and then I would trade out for another mm-hmm. one. I never had any problems with those things. Yeah. You I've, drive those things from coast to coast, no oil. Like, it doesn't matter. Those things yeah. run and run and run. I had a Tacoma, and, like, they would call me. They're like, hey, so we've got a recall on, like, these uh, bushings. Can you come in and change it? And I was like, do you want me to wait till like, hear noises? 
Like, no, just come on in and we'll (laughs) put some new shit in for you. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Sounds good. No, but you know, every time you go out and start that damn thing, it's going to start up. Yeah. I mean, that's just the. Unless you left the lights on for for a weekend. That's right. And then you. But that's your fault. (laughs) That's your fault. (laughs) Don't come crying to me. You've made bad choices. No, I I love you, buddy. I appreciate it. We'll we'll have you we'll have you come back on. I want to have you and Zach on together. I think that would be fun. Do I have to cut my hair that way too? No, you don't. Okay, you don't. Cool. That's that's cool. only something. That's something special only Zach does. Uh-huh. So so hold on. So one of these days we need to do a, we need to sit around and make a drinking game, and then we will listen to Zach's podcast. And every time he says what allegedly we, allegedly <laughs> we got a drink, like we'll need a paramedic. We're <laughs> ready to pump our stomachs <laughs> because it was a lot. He did it that was first. allegedly in Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas City. <laughs> Man, that would be awesome. We just we just take a day, we freaking rope off the, the compound and just like I mean, whatever shot of choice you have, and then we just we're just gonna get our stomachs pumped the next morning. You know what, dude? That sounds like a good time. I'm all in. I'll drink cranberry and water. That's a terrible <laughs> that's, Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll I'll mix s- it with Sprite. I'll spike it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what Josh looks like drunk. Oh, we can only imagine. <laughs> I want to see it. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm sure a lot of people would like to see that. Yeah. Just then, then we can point and laugh. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I can be the one <laughs> that understands. <laughs> oh, my God. Why does he keep taking his pants off? <laughs> Reverse stripping, man. That's what I want to get into. How much money will you pay me to put the clothes back on? <laughs> I don't have as much as I want to give you. <laughs> Cover up your belly buttons. <laughs> Especially the low one. That's right. One's an innie, one's an outie. I'll let you make the, the decision. <laughs> the, the one with the two tumors hanging below it. <laughs> oh, my God. This has been delightful. It has been. I appreciate it. Anytime. Uh, for anyone still listening, we sure appreciate you uh, checking us out. Please like, share, subscribe. We were trying to grow the audience uh, even more than we already have. You guys have been gracious. I appreciate the comments. If you wish to opine, please check us out on Instagram at the Just Joshing You Podcast. And also, you can email us at um, crap. I think it's. I, C-R-A-P at <laughs> Dude, Google. Like, oh, I can't remember the damn email. <laughs> ah, crap. Well we'll, well, we'll have to figure that out for next time. But uh, we appreciate you guys listening. This has been the Just Josh and You podcast here with Josh Hansen, Leitz, and Daniel Chocolate Thunder with us. We're going to say peace be unto you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, guys. <laughs>